The Florida Panthers finish their road trip two, two, and two. Mo- mostly not good enough based on where they are in the wild card race. But we're gonna dig into that Saturday's game, strength of schedule wise, how it favors the Panthers, and preview Monday afternoon's game against the Anaheim Ducks. Your Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into this Sunday, February 19th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. We're your team every day. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. I'm Armando Velez, and you can follow me on Twitter at MondoMan12. Follow the show account on Twitter at LO underscore FLA Panthers. Don't forget to send in your screenshot of your subscription to the Locked On Florida Panthers YouTube channel and your five-star rating on whichever podcast app you listen to Locked On Panthers and send it over to me via DM at LO underscore FLA Panthers on Twitter or email it at LockedOnFLAPanthers at gmail.com for your chance to win Two free tickets to the Florida Panthers versus Chicago Blackhawks game on March 10th. Best of luck, everybody. So the Florida Panthers, uh, th- they finished their road trip 2-2-2. Two, two, and two, two, Excuse me, 2-2-0 two, two, and oh on, on their four-game four trip. Five, 500, not a result that you want based on the desperation that the Florida Panthers have been for for weeks now really ever since the calendar turned to the new year but the encouraging thing is they got the most important win of the trip is that game against the washington capitals and but still even ryan lomberg said it for um in the post game availability that it you can't be dropping points especially for teams even if it's a western conference team who are outside of the playoff race. And th- this will be a great time to bring in my guest on the show. <laughs> it is Sunday, which means it's a Sunday with Slem. Alex Slem from Full Press Hockey is back on the show. Alex, welcome back to Lockdown Panthers. Hey, it's good to be back, Armando. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And thank you so much uh, for uh, being here, uh, as always. Uh First time, first time that you're back on the show since uh, before, since after the All Star uh, break. So great to have you back. So mm-hmm. let's talk about the Panthers. Just a two two and zero road trip. Get like I said, they get the most important win of, of the trip in Washington. But there's still there's still there's still an issue that's gone on in the month of February that has kind of flipped from the month of January, and it's the power play. Now they're two for 20. Yeah. They got a power play goal via Sam Reinhart uh, in their game against the Predators. They did give up two power play goals uh, against the, the Preds. But even before that, the, the penalty kill was pretty decent throughout that, that stretch. So it's, it's, it's so up and down one, when it's not one issue for the, for the Panthers going on, it's, it's another. And then sometimes it flips on, on a, a, a complete 180. What have you made of the week and, especially uh, Saturday's game against Nashville. Yeah, I mean, uh, to talk on the on the special teams and the flip that is being there, you almost wonder what's better. Is it to be uh, running hot and like having these times where you're, when you're on, you're on, and then when you're off, you're off, or just being consistently okay? 
because uh, <laughs> I mean, when the Panthers' power play was was firing, geez, you couldn't stop that thing. Uh, but they just seem to have lost it right now. Uh, Got to find some consistency there on uh, on special teams. I've actually liked the look at their PK. It's been pretty good. It's I thought bailed them out a little bit uh, in some of their wins this week as well. Um, but yeah, I I mean here we are a road trip as you were saying before we hopped on two and two. Normally, you know, you can be happy about a road trip like that, but just in the state where the Panthers are in this wild card race. I mean, 500 hockey, that's not going to cut it. You got to, you got to find ways to get those wins. And, and uh, that loss against Nashville was uh, an opportunity missed for them, especially the way the rest of the the schedule kind of played out for teams that they're competing with in the wild card race. So um, tough loss there. Uh, I know I can come up with plenty of excuses as to why that was, but uh uh, I mean, that's a game that you would have hoped to have won, uh, but you, you're past it now. You got to look towards this game in Anaheim and uh, try and get on a run here at home. Yeah, and and when when it came to just Saturday's game against the 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 Preds, the, really the issues were were just consistent all game. The Panthers, uh, the Panthers were zone entries were a mess uh, for that for them. Board battles it, it resulted in in quite a few goals, and then the the PK, even even on even on on chances that the National Predators didn't score on score, the the PK was pinned sometimes to one side uh, for 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 this Panthers team. I mean, and and we we I when previewing the Predators game, we spoke of, I spoke about how depth scoring has been the issue for the the Predators. Uh, for 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 them, of course, uh, Phil Forsberg wasn't wasn't playing for Nashville, but of course Matt Duchesne was extremely dangerous. M- Ryan McDonough, uh, uh, who the P- Florida Panther fans are very familiar with, uh, had three assists along with N- Roman Yossi, who's a, a Norris Trophy winner, mm-hmm. uh, uh, just a, a few uh, years ago. Just uh, just and Paul Maurice uh, pulling Sergey Bobrovsky, I thought was the right move. And mm-hmm. and he even spoke about it after the game where the the Panthers were just not protecting Sergey Bobrovsky. Uh, to um, there was sometimes where just a loose puck um, where the National Predators uh, were taking away that pass coming out of their their the Panthers end, which was causing the Predators to become so wide open uh, in front mm-hmm. of Bobrovsky that I also think about it like this: if Sergey Bobrovsky would have played the whole game in Nashville and might have gotten a win, or this one would have been close. We might could have seen Spencer Knight on Monday, mm-hmm. but now I think Sergey Bobrovsky is going to be back in the crease again on, on Monday after getting him out early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to think that he's going to be the starter on Monday. It's so important for the Panthers to get off to a really good start uh, after that loss and, uh, and get off to a good start here at home. So. I mean, you got to go with your number one. That's going to be Borowski. And yeah, you look, you know, the big thing I took away out of that Predators game was um, it was mental lapses for me. Mm-hmm. I thought that there was um, a good chunk of that game that was played well by the Panthers. But every time they had a lapse in, in judgment and in their play, the Predators capitalized every single time. And there was just some plays that seemed very uncharacteristic. There was uh, Mark Stahl, Carter Verhage, who both had, they were in the slot, could have taken a shot, and they elected the pass. Now, I can understand a little bit maybe Mark Stahl passing, but the still 
I mean, Carter Verhage had a great look. His pass ends up not even turning into a shot. You had, um, what was it, Matthew Kachuk breaking his stick. Uh, team was up 4-2. He elects to go to the bench and get a stick, and he leaves the point wide open. And it's like, that's not the right play to have done. Um, it was, if you're on was offense, mental. yes. Defense, no. Yes, right. Exactly. So it was like that was a head scratcher. And especially coming from a, a, a guy like Kachuk, he's, he's a vet. He knows better. And it, so it was these mental lapses that I just kept seeing. And the Predators, I mean, credit to them, they took advantage every single time. Um, so for me, there was, I think, a lot of good things to take away from it. But after that goal to put him up by three, make it 5-2, that was, the game was out of hand. I mean, even at 4-2, I still was watching that and had belief that the Panthers could still do something with that. I think they were creating enough chances. But, um, man, you just get that in these afternoon games. I don't like afternoon games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you're – when you talk about Kachuk breaking his stick, that was on the uh, Roman Yossi goal where even before in the Panthers end, I thought Nick Cousins was interfered and then the pan- the, yes. the, the the Preds take it the other way and, and they score there. And then you talk about mental lapses mm-hmm. um, where Colin White's uh, tries chipping it out of the zone and it deflects and Tommy Novak uh, gets a goal for the first one who's Tommy Novak scores twice in, yeah. in, in this one. Uh, the the Panthers even take a two one lead at one point uh, mm-hmm. at the twelve minute mark, uh, sc- scoring uh, twice. Nick Cousins in his five hundredth game against the uh, against his former team gets on mm-hmm. gets on the scoreboard, um, and then that beautiful feed by uh, Montour to Kachuk. We, of mm-hmm. course, uh, especially and there's a lot of puck watching as well, especially on that second one uh, oh. uh, goal by Nashville. Matt Duchesne he misses the net. Everybody's <laughs> looking all five. All five. All five. And then yeah. McDonough um, just gets it gets it back to Duchesne, who 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 ties the game at, at that mm-hmm. point, and then board battles re- resulting in, yeah. in, in it as well. And uh, and Randy Moeller spoke about the second pass for 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 the Panthers. That's just been con- consistently intercepted, broken up, um, mm-hmm. and it's just been it was just a whole lot of mess uh, for for yes. for the Panthers on on saturday afternoon yeah no there was it it was sloppy again i feel like a lot of that comes um out of those afternoon games if you're a sports better i mean stay away from the afternoon game because you never know what you're gonna get these i feel players are a little bit out of their normal rhythm and uh these games can really go either way and oftentimes they are sloppy which yeah we saw a lot of that i and there was as you said about the nick cousins thing um how he got um you know, tied up in his own end, and then they go down the other way and they score. There was, I, I don't know, how many did you catch in that game calls that were missed? And, uh, you know, and, and the refs calling, you know, missing calls for the, the Panthers, but then calling that same stuff on the Panthers. It was frustrating. I mean, again, I don't like going at refs, but I don't think it was a very well-officiated game, and there was... um you know, I think the the Predators were given way too many opportunities and got away with way too many um, uh, plays that should have been called in that game. Yeah. And it was just, yeah, I mean, it happens. It's happening games. But, yeah, I don't think anything was really working out in Panthers' favor that, that game. Yeah, and you're talking about the Dennis Aiko boarding call that was – Oh, what, don't that, even. That was, that was, the puck was near oh – the, the puck gosh. was there when he, yeah. when he, when he was called. But then – but then uh, Mahuro is boarded just a few uh, minutes after, and then the the Panthers 
uh, were able to get uh, um, convert on that power play as well. But you know, yeah, that was bad. It, it, it was uh, it was still a little too too little too late. Uh, and even Paul Maurice challenged a, a a goal when it was eight to three. And <laughs> yeah. I, honestly, it it kind of sends a little bit of a message, despite being down so much that you you know that you're just not gonna all you're not you're not gonna try to throw in um, the game. I know sure. I know minutes were very crunched in that third period when they were down big, and then after that, um, and after and and even after all that for like a few minutes, uh. That that then that's when Maurice really said, "Okay, let let's rest the rest the guys for 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 the rest of the game and put the put the guys who really don't get a whole bunch of minutes." But hey, that's that uh, that uh, challenge was successful and yep. shows that this team is gonna continue to to fight um, even yeah, even when down down big. But we're gonna transition over to segment number two, where we're gonna talk more about how. Saturday went kind of the Panthers' way, but still the strength of schedule is very favorable for the Florida Panthers, where it's a big two weeks ahead. But first, we're going to tell you guys all about Athletic Greens. And I started taking Athletic Greens because sometimes you need a little bit of a break from the coffee as as someone from South Florida it is it is very popular here and ventanita culture is very real you can just pop up to a window order your coffee and then just leave and sometimes it can be a little bit of an overload so for me i take my athletic greens and and what so what is this stuff with one delicious scoop of ag1 you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins minerals whole food source superfoods probiotics and adaptogens to help start your day right this special blend of ingredients support your gut health health nervous system immune system recovery energy and focus and aging all the things right now it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition with just a scoop of one scoop and a cup of water every day that's it no need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com nhl network again that's athleticgreens.com nhl network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Segment number two on this Sunday, February 19th edition of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. It is a Sunday with Slump edition of the show. Alex Slump from Full Press Hockey is back here on this edition of the show. And uh, a few injury updates is that Radko Gudis was seen at practice today at FLA Live Arena. So he is going to be good to go after taking that uh um going down with a hand injury what it looked like and he was back at um he was right back at practice uh for for the panthers good to go tomorrow palmery said that it's more likely that sam bennett will return friday and that the earliest to expect anthony duclair will be this friday for the panthers so don't expect them on monday against the anaheim ducks as right now even though they have the ducks in front of them which we'll preview in the third and final segment the most important game this week is that Sabres game. So, Alex, let's go over the strength of schedule for the Panthers, Sabres, De- Detroit, and everyone else that is competing with the Panthers. Of course, uh, we spoke. Of, you spoke a little bit in uh, in the first segment about how they got a whole bunch of help on 
on Saturday where the New York Islanders, they get manhandled by uh, Boston. The the Washington Capitals lose in the stadium series game against the Carolina Hurricanes, which was a game that was not even close. I tuned in into the third period and what an atmosphere it was there in Raleigh, North Carolina at Carter-Finley uh, Stadium. Penguins lose to the Devils and the Detroit Red Wings lose to the Seattle Kraken uh, out in uh, Climate Pledge Arena. But the Sabres did defeat the San Jose Sharks. And for me, the most dangerous team, in my opinion, is Buffalo in, in, in all of this. The, the, they're ahead of schedule, and the youth is, the youth is, uh, the youth is definitely performing uh, uh, exceeding par. But they do have the third hardest strength of schedule in the entire NHL. The Panthers, it's a, it's a strange week for them, which they're going to play on Monday. An afternoon game. You spoke about how much you don't like afternoon game. No. Three days off. <laughs> play Buffalo on Friday. Three days off, and then back at back on the road against Tampa, which they don't leave the state of Florida for an entire month. So, big opportunity ahead for mm-hmm. for the Panthers just in this in this in these next ten games. Yeah, uh, huge. This is the season right here. Uh, it's going to make for some really exciting hockey. I'm fired up for it. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, this is it. It comes down to this, and and I agree with you. Buffalo is going to be the team that they're battling for that last wild card spot. I I don't think the Capitals or the Penguins are necessarily trending in the right direction. There's a lot of belief in that Buffalo locker room. Uh, the youth are, you know, it's been a long time uh, for, since that franchise has been um, in the playoffs, and uh, there's like I said, a lot of belief there, and you know they're going to battle. Uh, hard the whole way through. So that game against Buffalo coming up this week, that's going to be, I mean, that's must watch hockey. If you're, mm-hmm. if you're a Panthers fan, uh, even a hockey fan, that's going to be a fun one there. So um, I don't really like the way the, uh, their schedule is leading up to it. Like I said, afternoon game, then three days off before going into that. I would rather not so much rest, have a little bit more of your rhythm going into such an important game, but Hey, it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, uh, their, their schedule looks good. And, um, I was telling you this a little bit early. I, I, a couple of weeks ago wrote a schedule where I was breaking down their strength of schedule and, um, of the teams that the Florida Panthers are battling, uh, which I mean is mainly the, uh, the caps, um, uh, Sabres and Penguins. They do have the most favorable, uh, schedule that's left. Um, uh, I think my only biggest worry with their schedule is the, um, they have three more sets of back-to-backs, and the, the Panthers really have not been good in back-to-backs. I believe they've been, um, if my updated stats are right, they've been out uh, scored 76-58 to 58 in their back-to-backs this season. Uh, that is not a good goals against average. That's over four. Uh, so that's a little worrisome. But other than that, they're going to be playing at home a lot. Uh, they've got some easy uh matchups if you want to call it that plus they still have games against buffalo washington and pittsburgh the teams they're chasing and that's the most important thing those four point swing games yeah so much and and the thing is the panthers it it might not look like it with the with the detroit red wings and the buffalo sabers having games in hand but Panthers still very well control their destiny based yes. because they have those head-to-heads. And look at Buffalo's schedule. They have six back-to-backs the rest of the way. Mm-hmm. And 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 just they play Boston twice, Carolina once, New Jersey twice, New York three times, mm-hmm. Toronto twice, 
including this week, and Tampa uh, twice. By the way, the Friday game versus the Florida Panthers, the Buffalo Sabres will be on the second end of a back-to-back there. Mm -hmm. Detroit, two against Boston, two against Carolina, two against Tampa Bay, one once again uh, against Dallas there. So more more opportunities. of New York Islanders, their 14th strength schedule. Panthers are 15th. Washington is 21st, but we know with the situation that's going on with missing Alexander Ovechkin right now, which is a big loss. Tom Wilson returned to the lineup on Saturday against the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, but still, the the, the leadership of the, your best goal scorer, the, who's going to end up being the all-time leading goal scorer when it's all uh, said and done, it's it's a big opportunity. And let's all... I tweeted this this morning uh, on on Sunday morning. By the time the Florida Panthers play the Tampa Bay Lightning next Tuesday, it'll go. Right now, the Buffalo Sabres have five games in hand. That'll shrink down to three by next Tuesday. So even on the Panthers' off days, it's for at least for me. I I'm, I'm and and for everyone who's so plugged into this team, fans, media. Everybody is scoreboard watching on oh, Tuesday yeah. through Thursday, and even even on the non Panther game days from Saturday all the way even to to Monday night. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, going to be a lot of scoreboard watching. But I love what you said. The Panthers are in control of their destiny. You're absolutely right. I mean, obviously, it would be nice if the Panthers were already sitting in the wild card spot. Uh, so maybe I sound a little bit crazy saying this, but of all the teams who are there, I would like to be where the Panthers are just because I like what lies ahead of them. They went through their hard schedule early in the season. It was a brutal stretch that they had uh, before the new year, all the road games they have. And now in the most important time of the season, aside from playoffs, they get their easiest schedule. This is the best. The fact that they kept their heads above water during those rough times, injuries, tough schedule, everything. Now here they are primed pretty close to healthy, easiest schedule they got. And at the end of the day, a team can have five games in hand. They still have to win those five games, right? So, I mean, you can go and look at the points and be like, oh, well, they get 10 more points. Will they? They still have to win. So, I mean, I really like where Florida is sitting. I'm confident in where it is. Uh, I mean, if I didn't think this team had a shot, I would just say it and be like, nah, they're done and it's it's not happening and we're just holding on, you know, to these little bit of hope that's really not there. I truly believe that this team is so well situated to have a very good run here and and make playoffs. So I like yeah. I like the schedule. Yeah, and January first they had the hardest strength of schedule too, starting right. the new year and and they got they got through the gauntlet there a whole bunch of road games uh, as well. That brutal stretch right before the All Star game. I mean, that win against Boston. It, it, I think it goes all the way back to that. The sure. way you ended on a good note after that mm-hmm. week off and then come out firing against Tampa. Uh, of course, the energy. I think a lot of that has to do with the energy of having the All-Star game in your region as well. And, sure. and, and of course, Kachuk getting MVP honors too, even though it's a meaningless game. But the, the energy <laughs> that came went into it and then coming out of it like kind of pushed them out of, out, out, kind of out of the gate. And they're six three and zero. They're six three and zero at home since January first. Mm-hmm. So and 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 let me let me look at their total record at, at home. Fifteen and three. Fifteen of the next twenty three uh, are are at home. That's nice. So 
big opportunity cost for the Panthers. I mean, you, you look at the teams that are coming in. We just, we're going to go deeper into Anaheim in the next segment, but Anaheim, uh, Nashville, again, you'll get, you'll get a chance to, uh, to get a little revenge from the lost Pittsburgh, who you're chasing the wild card Vegas, who Panthers lost to Chicago, who you, who you've lost to. Um, but these two teams are different. Um, now Winnipeg, uh, who you lost to Montreal, who, Panthers have destroyed them in their both of their matchups, and then the the bad blood between, I guess, the Panthers and the Devils on on the on the last one of, of this big stretch of home games uh, for for the Panthers. It's there for the taking. Oh, absolutely, it is. Yep, mm-hmm. I'm but, excited for this. This is what I live for, and man, it's last year. I mean, obviously, for Panthers fans, uh, you know, the the Panthers had locked up their playoff spot by thanksgiving and it looked good but all eight teams that qualified had locked up their spot by thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. good for them and good for their fan bases but i mean this is exciting this the wild card race we call it that for a reason it's wild and i am so excited that we actually have one this season in the eastern conference there's six uh, how, how many teams uh, play 12 teams i mean we've got six teams who are competing for those final two spots like it's coming down to the wire it's going to make for such fun hockey it's why we watch this i love it i mean sure it'd be great if the panthers were already clinched but this makes it fun. I love this. I love having high blood pressure when I watch hockey. It, it's stressful, damn it. So like, <laughs> I, I have a love hate. I have definitely a love hate with it. That's that's for sure. And uh, yeah, and uh, I'm gonna definitely feel it uh, when I am in the building tomorrow for uh, Panthers yep. Ducks. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, I'm not in my typical studio uh, where I am. Have already arrived in South Florida, and I will be attending tomorrow's game for of the florida panthers versus the anaheim ducks but we're gonna transition over to segment number three we're gonna quickly preview the panthers versus anaheim ducks game on monday afternoon on president's day but first we're gonna tell you all about fanduel sportsbook and fanduel is the is the official betting sponsor of the locked on podcast network and new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and easy to use. Then you bet on everything on the money line, point scores, and three strength. Plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a chance to win a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't miss a, your chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets where you go to FanDuel.com slash on. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Third and final segment here on this Sunday, February 19th edition of the LockedOn Florida Panthers podcast. It is a another edition of Sunday with Slump. Alex Slump from Full Press NHL is back here on the show once again. And listen, you and I think you and I, and a whole bunch of Panther fans are look at this game and see it as two words, no excuses, <laughs> zero zip, none. The Florida Panthers, they, they faced off against the Anaheim Ducks back in November. Yeah. They gave up a shorthanded goal where the, well, the shorthanded goal was actually called a penalty penalty shot where, where the Anaheim Ducks scored. The Florida Panthers got uh, to a lead 
blew the lead, but still found a way to win it 5-3, which was a fun game to watch if you're uh, into uh, if you're looking at the jerseys as well, because that was like back in the old days where the where the home team wore white and the and the road team wore dark. Yeah. I, I, so so where the Anaheim Ducks were wearing their reverse retros that day. Um, but and the Panthers, they got 48 shots on goal in that game against the against the ducks so the ducks will be on a 10 a.m body clock coming to south florida there are worst in the nhl in goals against worst in the nhl in goals for yeah they have a youth movement with trevor zegras mason mctavish right now jamie drysdale isn't playing uh only has played eight games this year they are without their second leading score in troy terry and 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 you can't let you can't let even journeyman uh a journeyman forward like Ryan Strom let loose neither because yeah he's a former fifth overall pick but you can't let people like him Adam Henrique who that's a name for Panther fans that get really triggered for because of uh 2012 when he was on the Devils uh but you can't let those guys loose and of course the young kids in um, Zegers and McTavish yeah, no, uh, you're right. No excuses. You gave all the reasons why this is a game that it, it should really be like play out as a tune up game, you know, for the, the Panthers as they go uh, get ready for Buffalo, which is going to just have um, a lot more importance to it. Again, you can never take an opponent lightly, but you mean everything that you just shared. It's hard to think that the Ducks are going to be able to. Uh, give any sort of trouble to the Panthers, especially um, with what the Panthers have to play for at this part of the season. Duck season's gone. 10 a.m. body clock. My goodness, when's the last time those guys would have played a 10 a.m. game? Probably like peewee weekend tournament, right? So, I mean, like that's a tough, tough start to their day. Not in their rhythm at all. Uh, so, you know, this if they lose this game, I, I'm going to have to stay off the socials. <laughs> I I completely agree. If they lose, <laughs> if they lose, it is we might have a funeral on, 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 on the Tuesday episode of Locked On Panthers because because you know it, of course it would their playoff would their playoff chances be done? No, no by any stretch, no. But imagine they miss by you, two points. Imagine yeah. they miss the playoffs by two points. You come right back to this game and be like, you, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, and. And I'm a big fan of John Gibson too. I, I will say I'm a, I'm a fan of a fan of him. I it's just so sad to see how he's the veteran guy on the team. I, I mean, the, the Ducks are filled with with veterans on their team, but they're just slowly transitioning out of the um, out of that for their youth movement. Frank Petrano signed for a, a few years there. John Klinberg is a guy who's likely going to be uh, moved at the deadline. Mm-hmm. But it's funny because I did an episode uh, of. Should the Panthers consider trading for John John Gibson? And of course, with their cap issues and Sergey Bobrovsky's no move, it, it was uh, it was going to be a hard contract to try to uh, trade for uh, for 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 the Panthers. But for for this for for this team for this team, Dallas Eakins, uh, who former former Panther, uh, uh, he's likely out the door after this season. Yeah, they're going to have a chance at Bedard. And actually, I was hosting Locked On NHL, the national show, with my uh counterpart from locked on lightning adam danker 
Mm-hmm. I would love to see Connor Bedard in Anaheim. You think of those three those three young guys that I already named with Drysdale, McTavish, and Zegras. Imagine Connor Bedard there, mm-hmm. Southern California. Zegras is already on the NHL twenty three cover. Yeah. Too. Imagine, oh, there- imagine Bedard in Anaheim. Oh my goodness, what a ticket that would be. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that would be a lot of fun. So yeah, so it, it's gonna it's so that's why they're gonna lose. They're gonna lose on Monday. It's okay. We don't oh. need to put the bad juju out there. It's gonna be a win for the Panthers, a loss for the Ducks. That's that much closer to Bedard for him. There it is. Put it out in the universe. Yep. And once <laughs> once again, when you think about it, 10 a.m. body clock for for the Ducks. So and and this will be their first game of their uh their road trip. Did you did you watch uh, Ducks uh, Kings on Friday? By the way, did, did you see that Phoenix Copley got a, uh, a game misconduct uh, for punching <laughs> with the blocker? Did you see that? Uh, I just caught um, like actually just a highlight of the the almost uh, goalie fight from there. I didn't watch the game though. Just mm-hmm. saw. So, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and and it's funny. Uh, Phoenix Copley and Jordan Bennington have gotten into a fight in the AHL before. Uh, they got into a goalie fight in the AHL. So of course they uh, did. Of course so, they did. <laughs> I so despise goalies. Okay, I love a goalie fight. I do. But nothing gets me more upset than when a goalie is throwing with his blocker on. Take it off, okay? None of the players have this big, thick thing that can stop frozen rubber at 100 miles an hour on their fist it that hurt. they can come at you with. So I'm like, just take off the blocker. Fight all you want. I love that the goalies want to fight. You know, I miss, like, Ray Emery being in the league. You know, mm-hmm. chop with guys. Yeah, I don't like that. Take the blocker off before you want to mm-hmm. throw. <laughs> yeah, so just a... Uh, just a Finnington move. <laughs> bit, so just wide range of emotions from that Ducks uh, Kings game on, on, on Friday. So, and Hey, uh, we'll, we'll see. We don't know who the starter is for Monday, but with Spencer Knight coming in and Sergey Borowski taken out early, we're going to take a guess that it's Borowski. Paul Maurice will be speaking to the media at 10 30 AM of no morning skate, obviously for the matinee game. And we'll, we'll know everything then. But once again, a few to repeat the injury updates, Gudis is good to go. Sam Bennett could return, but likely Friday. And Anthony Duclair, the earliest he can return is Friday. We'll discuss more about Duclair later in the week. Which, is, But focus on tomorrow and get those two points. And then, honestly, show back and watch. If you guys, especially if you y'all have ESPN+, Plus, take your free time and watch the other games. Because sit back, relax, and hopefully the Maple Leafs and the Lightning can definitely... Uh, beat up on 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 the sabers uh that that's for sure so and before the panthers face them on friday so alex i want to thank you so much for joining me on this sat sunday edition of the locked on florida panthers podcast another sunday with slump completed tell everybody where they can find you online yeah thanks again for having me man always a pleasure to be here and if you're interested in uh some more of my work you can head over to fullpresshockey.com that's where i'm gonna have all my written stuff there uh you can also check out my twitter it's my name you see it right there uh at alex slump and uh you can get some uh live tweeting from the games uh, as well so uh, thank you for checking out my stuff and armando thanks again for having me it's always a pleasure being here awesome thank you so much alex and i'll see you next time all right sounds good enjoy the game tomorrow Thank you. And if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to the podcast to be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed. Make sure to subscribe to the other shows on the Locked On NHL network, including Locked On NHL, Locked 
Locked On Fantasy Hockey with Flip Livingstone and Stu Roden and Locked On NHL Prospects. Thank you for making the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure to listen to today's episode of Locked On Sports Today. Peter Bukowski gives you a 20-minute or less podcast on the entirety of the sports scene, including the take of the day. Follow Locked On Sports Today on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or ever you get your podcast. So I'm Armando Velez with Alex Lemp. And you've been listening to the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Where it's your team every day. <laughs>